Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network. Your hosts have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one. We crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello. Just Adam today. No maestro. Yeah. This week, I need an explanation for this one, Adam, because we've been talking about this one for years, yeah. dating back to the beginnings of this podcast. It, it was, I was looking at the list, and I was looking at the suggestions. We did a sea salt one last week, so which, I thought, yeah. Oh. It, which, if you heard it, you survived. That was like a, an hour and 10 minutes worth of a podcast. 30 Maybe. minutes were on Fox. Right. <laughs> Fox I, Network and all the Fox subsidiaries. I'd say 20 minutes was White Chicks uh-huh. at the most. Uh-huh. Uh, and 15 of that was Terry Crews. So, <laughs> so I, that was that was no good. So I went to our list. I saw that you put Armageddon on there. And uh, because the roast, the Bruce Willis roast just came out. I, I thought, figured that was why. Yeah. I'm like, let's get, yeah, let's get some Bruce in here. Yeah. Starting off early, so are you going to try to manipulate the numbers to get him the <laughs> most spoiled? No, that's that's not it's not something that something to be proud of. I think I'm most spoiled. Well, you know, for the most spoiled, you had a shot to put someone in for your I could have uh, for your birthday one, yeah. to kind of get the numbers favored favored towards someone. Yeah, but I'm not about rigging elections. Yep, uh, I'm not the uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the Russians uh, supposedly. So the movie in question is 1998's Armageddon, yeah. directed by Michael Bay, starring – this is too long. I'm just going to go with a few names. All right. Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Billy Bob Thornton, Steve Buscemi, Michael Clark Duncan's in there. Um, Peter Stormare is in there. He's yeah, the Russian. He's the Russian. <laughs> uh, who else is in there? The guy who I said is going to probably be in a ton of movies this season because he's in everything. William Fickner, he's the he's the captain of the. He's like a. Do you oh, swear yeah. on your family, on yes. my daughter, you can hit yeah. that mark? He's in like everything. This is, I think, the first time I've seen him not being like the obvious bad guy. <laughs> okay, because I mean, the only bad guy in this movie is, is basically the asteroid, and may, <laughs> maybe the president. <laughs> or or uh, Keith David's in this. He's the fucking general. Yeah. He's probably he, the, the he bad might, he guy. He might show up a lot too. Yeah. He's in a lot of things. Oh yeah, dude. He this cast is like full of people who you're gonna see everywhere and shit down the road. Yeah. Jason Isaacs, he's in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um Chris Bruce Ellis. Willis's uh right hand man, Chick. Chick. He's in he's in yeah, things. Yeah, man. All right. Let me show a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. After discovering that an asteroid the size of Texas is going to impact Earth in less than a month, NASA recruits a misfit team of deep core drillers to save the planet. I ask this every week, Adam. Oh, man. Have you ever seen this movie before? So many times. I saw this one in theaters. Me too. I actually saw this with my uh, with my youth pastor. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's when I first saw the movie. Is that this, was, this was okay to see in the bubble? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... A youth pastor okays it. Okay. <laughs> so this is a movie I've, I've seen so many times. If it's on TV, I'll stop, watch it, whatever scene it's on. Yeah. I almost didn't watch it because I, I, I can too. watch. I've, I can tell you from beginning to end how this movie plays out. Yeah. But I wanted to watch it. And there were things, a few things I caught where I'm like, oh, no. Yes. As did I. <laughs> but still, even, even catching those things didn't ruin the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Still liked it. Spoiler, I like the Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> <laughs> the only... I, I tell you, dude, that I don't like that they give him hair. Just go with the bald look. Like, okay, this goes back to the roast. 
him sitting in the in the roast the roasted roasty chair. Yeah. I don't know what the term is. The big red chair. Him getting roasted. He looks so fucking cool in his black like James Bond tux and yeah, his man. fucking cool dome. Show the dome. Yeah. Instead, they're giving him blonde. Is it, were they trying to do the jackal all over again? Like what was going on with the, with the blonde hair for him as Harry Stamper? <laughs> I don't. It, th- this one didn't seem obvious to me. The, the only time it seemed obvious where they gave him hair was it was surrogates. Every, every other yeah. time that he has hair, it's kind of like a, all right. I, mean, I know, I know it's not his, but it didn't look like that's a piece. Come on, I didn't like his hair in Lucky Number Eleven. Oh, that one. Oh yeah, that was nope. a bad one. Yep, I forgot about that one. That's that was pretty bad. Y'all. Die Hard Four, he's bald, right? Yeah, he's completely bald. You yeah. just you say you just saw it recently? Uh, yeah, I did. I enjoyed it a lot more than I remember enjoying it the first time. Uh-huh. I was but, uh, kind of on board for that. But the fifth one, I, I haven't rewatched think, it yet. Do you think if you rewatch the fifth, you would still hate it? Uh probably. Probably. Because yeah. he's full like yeah, he, superhero. Right. Like, it's it's, it's four a, is the tra- superhero transition. Five is is full on superhero. Yeah. And you know about the sixth one? Yeah. Oh. Where they're cutting between. Him yep. as a rookie to now. Yeah, we talked about it on one of the podcasts. Maybe it was a pre-show. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But he's supposed to be just a street cop. Like, what's the, the like? Why do we care who he was when he was a young rookie? Yeah. He's supposed to be just a street cop. Well, see, but the, my my theory is it it ties into whatever crime is happening now. It's somebody that he busted back in those days mm-hmm. that meant nothing at the time, and now, but it's a revenge. Like uh-huh. every diehard has been a revenge, basically. How pissed would you be if they retcon it that it's a Gruber? Some long lost Gruber from back in the day. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it was destiny that he stopped Hans in the tower because the first guy he ever busted. Or it's, it's, it's oh, oh, here it is. Here, oh, uh-huh. I just thought of this. It's, it's somebody that is, it's almost like a, a Mr. Glass type of thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody made John McClane who he is. He, he's, <laughs> turns out he's behind the Gruber heist. He's behind the, the pilots, uh, the, the whole thing in Die uh, Hard 2. Yeah. Uh, Simon so, Gruber. So part, part of the Grubers. Uh, part four, he's uh, still tied with the hackers. He, he like he's paid he's all these in people. With the Russians, yeah. For five. He okay. paid all the people to do these things so that John McClane could become a worthy adversary to then eventually face <laughs> him. And the whole time he's been like maybe he showed up in every movie somehow, uh, and they'll, 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 they'll like they'll they'll splice it in somehow that he was there uh-huh. at, at the airport or he was in yeah. Nakatomi Plaza uh-huh. or all these something like that. That'd be interesting. He left the party early before Hans showed up. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be a scene where we, we uh, he's walking into the lobby and he's walking out type of thing. <laughs> no, he he owns the limo company that Argyle works for. Yes. Oh, it's Argyle the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. All right. I wrote down notes. Ooh. <laughs> Let me open my notes. I, right. I stopped writing notes about halfway through the movie because I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like every little thing, I was like, ah, blah, blah. this is fine. Yeah. Well, ba- the movie basically starts out with a little uh, exposition about the Earth. Do you know whose voice that is? I do not. Get your hands off me, you damn dirty oh, ape. Heston? Heston. Whoa. He's a voiceover. All right. Mm-hmm. He's gone now, right? No, he's still alive. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he died. He's like cool. fucking runs the NRA pretty much, dude. Like he's, oh, he's like that's a big right. NRA guy. That's he's right. like their figurehead still. Yeah. Yeah, you can take my gun <laughs> when you cry for my cold dead hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he just gives a little voiceover saying 
Earth millions of years ago was hit by an asteroid six miles six long. miles long. Yeah. Last time I checked, Texas is a little bigger than six miles. Right. That's why this one is this is a planet killer. <laughs> yes. And it changed the course of history on Earth. Right. And then 65 million years later. And then pretty much New York is attacked by meteor showers. Yeah. And it starts off in space. The guy's trying to do something on a spaceship. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they get hit by a meteor shower. You know, it's funny. When I was a kid, I always thought being a space, like an astronaut was cool. Mm-hmm. But then when you watch like Gravity or like this opening scene, they're just really up there just fixing shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not exciting at all. Yeah. The, the, the training is more about, I think, being able to be up there uh-huh. and be okay with it. Yeah. But I, I guess, you, I mean, you have to be smart. I mean, you have to be pretty damn smart, yeah. I guess. But it's not exciting. No. It's, 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 it's monotonous. They're like, okay, Phil. Okay, Phil, start screwing it counterclockwise now. Right. Okay, I got it. Yeah, how much of your time up there is, is doing nothing? Because <laughs> you can't do anything else. Right. You can't get Netflix up there. No. <laughs> so New York is attacked. Uh, first, the, this, this shuttle and the satellites are hit. Nobody knows what it is. Is it the Russians? Is it the... Yeah, the could it be terrorists. Are, are Arabs our enemy at this point? No, right? Uh, no, I think it's no. just the Russians. Yeah, so <laughs> nobody knows what's happening. Yeah. So this... Do you get this joke? So uh, Eddie Griffin, he's walking his dog. Yeah. And the dog attacks the Godzilla toys. Right. Do you understand the joke here? No. Okay. The Godzilla remake with uh, Matthew Broderick. Did you ever see that? Or Ferris Bueller's in the movie? No. I never saw any of the Godzillas. Okay. Like, not a single one ever in my entire life. Well, um, they remade they they remade Godzilla in 1998. Okay. And they never showed anyone. I'm a, I actually got to give This movie sucks. Yeah. But I got to <laughs> give them credit, though. They never once in a trailer or ad, they never showed what Godzilla looked like. Ever. Oh. They hyped this thing up. They had, like, billboards on the side with just, like, his footprint. And it said, he's coming. Really? Scratch like claw marks on the side of like a building. He's coming. And they never once in any of the trailers or anything showed what Godzilla looks like. Good. And then when you saw what he looked like, he looked like shit. Uh, like compared to the original Godzilla. Okay. He looks more like a like a T-Rex okay. than anything else. So people hated it. So um, these two movies were released during the same year, during the same summer. And everyone thought Godzilla was going to be the biggest movie of the year. Okay. No. Ah. Armageddon got him beat. Okay. So the joke is the dog's destroying the Godzilla toy because that movie was released earlier. No, no, no. Uh, 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 uh. This is our yeah. this is our movie. That's in my blockbuster summer. <laughs> so New York's hit, and now the spoiler goggles are on from here. Yes. So New York is attacked by these meteor showers. Yes. So NASA and the US government are like, okay, we can't let anybody know w- that there's an asteroid coming. A right. planet-killing asteroid because yeah. it'll be hell on Earth. Right. But what's the explanation? What hit New York? Right. True. So my whole thing is we're not going to tell anybody else that this should exist. We're NASA. We're the Americans. We're going to figure this out. Who does this sound like to you? Believe me. <laughs> believe me. We're going to handle this. Right. We, don't, we don't need help from the Russians or the French or it's the just, Japanese. It's, it's fine. It's fine. We, we, we saw it coming, uh, and we thought, it's fine. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was president during this? Can you imagine? Oh, seriously, my God. Because the, the president in this movie gives a speech like, the Bible defines Armageddon as so-and-so. Yeah. And we have to work together as people. What, what would his speech be? 
before oh the astronauts took off to space. Uh, that asteroid has no clue what's what has coming its way. Yeah. We're the Americans. We're the best in the world. We're going to show them what's up. This asteroid is going to be sorry. It tried to pick a fight with us because by the time we're done with it, it's it's going to be a pile of dust. Mm-hmm. Let me let me tell you. We're going to come up there and we're going to have the best spaceships uh-huh. with the best nuclear weapons, the best drillers in the entire world. They're going to go up there. And before they even land on the asteroid, the asteroid is going to start turning around and trying to run. And we're going to say, no, no, no. It's too late for that. Uh-huh. And we're going to jam it right up in there. There's a scene in the movie. Um, so Billy Bob Thornton works for NASA. I think he's like their head engineer, their chief. He's yeah. like their main guy there. And um, they I, figured out. He, that, he did great in this role. Yeah. He was really good in this role. I think my favorite Billy Bob Thornton movie I think I've ever seen. I haven't seen a lot of them. He's really good in Sling Blade. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Where no. he plays like a mentally. I know he got a bad yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I know about it. He directed that movie too. Hmm. So uh, NASA figures out it's a it's a um, it's actually an asteroid. I like them I think better in a different Bruce Willis movie. Uh, Bandits. Bandits. That was it, was it was a great character. It was fun. He's fun in Bandits. Yeah, he's really fun. He's very fun. Yeah, this was a very serious, but yes, believable. Serious. Yes, I, I believe that he was who he was. There mm-hmm. was there was no like, hey, it's Billy Bob. It's like no, no, that's that guy. He's NASA. <laughs> So the NASA uh, engineers and scientists they figure out um, that the that it's an asteroid, but yep. nobody knows how far away it is or or uh, how long it will get to Earth. Nobody yeah. knows how big it is. And there's a scene where the president is on Air Force One, and that one guy goes, uh, "Here's the anomaly at 18 degrees north. Right. Here's the anomaly at uh, 24 uh, yeah, degrees uh, yes, north. 5400 hours. Yeah, and, uh, 4.5 <laughs> hours. And the president's like, enough with this anomaly shit. <laughs> Whoa, Trump, Whoa, Trump. <laughs> to that guy, to that anomaly guy. <laughs> Can somebody fire that guy? Yeah. Anomaly. You keep saying anomaly. What is an anomaly? <laughs> I don't know what an anomaly is. Use, use words people understand. What's wrong with you? Uh-huh. <laughs> so one it's an anomaly you just look at this job you're fired <laughs> <laughs> one note I have here so they figure out that it's the size of Texas and it's going to be on earth in 18 days yeah we can't tell anybody because believe me we got this we're America we got yeah. it and my note here is the firecracker explanation that's the Jurassic Park explanation I feel like that's the Jurassic Park explanation of the, of the extracting the DNA. DNA. Yeah. Like, make it as simple as possible, yes. and I'll understand it. Perfect. It's a perfect analogy. Yes. It was great. I was watching this with Alexis for a little while, mm-hmm. and uh, the sound was really bad. Uh, we, we were just moving to a new place, and it's very echoey and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, It's hard to hear, but I'll tell you from what I remember. Uh, pause it, explained it, and then like, we'll watch another movie. But she, she understood it. She got it. The, 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 yeah, the firecracker... On your hand, it burns. Oh, open your palm. Put uh-huh. a firecracker on there. It explodes. You got some burns. Uh huh. You close your fist around the firecracker, and uh, you your can... wife's gonna have to open your ketchup bottle or right. something for right. the rest of your life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was Jason Isaacs. He's in a lot of things. Right. He's the guy who comes up with the firecracker thing. Yeah. So all the solutions, all the nerds, I, I, the the one like nerdy NASA guy, he goes, okay, we have a satellite. It has sails. We'll use solar flares. Yeah. Like what, what was that guy's plan? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the was same it way. Use the solar winds to move it out of the way? It, it, I think it's the same way that you stop a uh, uh, one of those, not, not a NASCAR. Oh, the stock The cars? Grand Prix. Yes. The Grand Prix car. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
That kind of thing. Okay. Where we're going to use the, we're going to slow it down and maybe veer it off course, like a mm-hmm. kite mm-hmm. almost. We're just going to pull the right string and make it turn right or left or whatever, and then we're, we're home free. So they, so the firecracker analogy, that means we should dig a right. hole. And Don't jump. shoot a nuke at it. We need to implant it with a nuke, mm-hmm. alien style, and let it come out of its chest. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So there's only uh, one person in the world who can who can dig a hole yeah. on, this, on this asteroid. And then we're introduced to Bruce Willis with the ZZ Top. The, <laughs> that song. Like whenever you hear that song for a movie, you know the character is going to be like a roughneck or like a badass. Yeah. And it's Bruce Willis with hair. Yep. I mentioned my issues with the hair earlier. Just Hitting golf balls into protesters. Into a Greenpeace boat. <laughs> and what's funny is he's like uh, – I donated $50,000 to you guys last year. <laughs> What's the matter? You don't like oil? You don't like having cars? Yeah. <laughs> you even made a comment. The, the boat that they're in is like... It's running on Yeah, oil. so much. They're wasting so much oil uh-huh. just being in that boat. <laughs> so Bruce Will, your boy, yeah, Bruce, man. he's Harry Stamper. He owns a drilling company. They drill for oil. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton said there there uh, isn't anything on the surface of Earth that he hasn't been able to drill into. Right. So he's the best of the best. Yeah. So he has an oil rig, and on there it's Buscemi, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, <laughs> Owen Wilson's in this movie. Yeah. I forgot he was in this movie. <laughs> Me too. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't fit. He doesn't fit. I know. He's so out of place in here. Yeah. And then Batman himself, Ben Affleck. Yep. He's he's AJ. Whenever I hear AJ, I think of uh, Jester. Jester. Because I used to work with Jester. Yeah. And uh, the customers who only spoke Spanish would come in. They're like, I want to speak to AJ. AJ, please. So uh, Liv Tyler is uh, his daughter. Grace Stamper. Grace Stamper. That's Bruce Willis' daughter. And (laughs) she's like secretly dating Ben Affleck, who's like the young hotshot fucking john mcclain like i don't listen to no goddamn rules right yeah i make my own rules i I, I, I know i'm the best at what i do so get out of my way Mm -hmm. uh so apparently aj uh left the drill running overnight and uh like that's that's not right let me go talk to this guy Mm -hmm. and then he apologized right away oh you're apologizing too fast he goes into his room or his quarters yeah and he goes oh i'm so sorry harry i'll never do it again and he goes, you never apologize as fast. And he looks and he finds a bra. Yeah. And he goes, wait a minute. Yeah. I know this bra. There's only one girl on this rig. Yeah. And it's his daughter. Right. So she doesn't like calling him dad. Mm-hmm. He gets pissed off. You wait right here. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he gets a shotgun. Uh-huh. Uh, AJ's running all over the boat. He's being shot at by Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're introduced to the cast at this point, which is, which is, which is a fun little thing. Uh-huh. Uh, or or now Grace is yelling at him like, uh, "How do you expect me to learn about guys? I'm surrounded by guys all the time." Uh, fucking rock hound showed me, showed me how to use a condom. No, uh, a tampon. <laughs> yeah, it was a tampon. Yeah, it was a tampon. Oh, a tampon. Like, like, oh, Harry. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> Bruce Willis puts his arm on the wall. Yeah. And he looks at him. He goes, <laughs> oh, "No, I told her. I didn't show her. I didn't show her. I told her." <laughs> <laughs> and then Bear tries to get in the way, and he's like, "Get out of my way, Bear!" Like, I'm just trying to give him a man a head start. Uh huh. It's a, it's, a, it's a great introduction to the cast. Uh-huh. To, to like the, the, they're all like a family mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a weird kind of effed up way. Uh, and then you got a, a chick in there kind of being the voice of reason kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's a great snapshot of the dynamic of the crew. Uh-huh. 
uh, done quickly without like super stupid exposition. Like, no, this is just how they are. And great. We, we know now. And he's firing the shotgun like randomly. Yeah. And he tells Liv Tyler, oh, I'm not trying to hurt him. But don't shotgun shells like it, it depends. It, it depends. That's, that's a buckshot. If you fire a buckshot, it spreads. Uh-huh. Uh, if you do a slug, it's it's, it's just a, a piece of metal. Okay. So it would be a straight shot, but that it would do a lot of damage. Because <laughs> later on, when the oil starts like coming up, yeah, and they have to like stop it. Yeah. Bruce Willis goes, "Somebody could have died today. I hope you. I hope you. Do you did you want that on your conscience? Yeah. Like, Weren't you chasing this guy with a gun? <laughs> yeah. I think somebody could have gotten hurt from that. Why does he have a shotgun on on the? They're shooting skeet. Maybe why? Shooting why, skeet. why are there guns in space? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> why you bring okay, gun? I understand. <laughs> okay, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen Armageddon. I hope so. So I'm gonna jump. Yeah. Ahead, just a little bit. Yeah. When the uh, secondary protocol happens, mm-hmm. he has the gun, and chicks like, "What are you doing with the gun in space?" Okay, that I understand because secondary protocol is, you know what, these fucking guys that didn't hit their mark. So now I'm in fucking charge. Right. So this gun is going to keep me in charge. Plus, these are not most reliable people. Exactly. (laughs) So when it comes to secondary protocol, that I understand. Okay, that makes sense. But putting like a Gatling gun on the armadillo? Yeah. What the fuck was that for? I I think this was – it was not meant to be a drilling machine. It was was built as something else and they kind of retrofitted. Yeah. I don't know. It it, it was not meant to be used. It was one of those – it was put there for, I don't know, mm-hmm. shits and giggles, just so we can pl- uh, pay this company to do it. What, what was the, what was, uh, damn it, Cheney's company? Whose company? Cheney, uh, Dick Cheney. Like the, the oh, whole, Halliburton? Halliburton. The it was, defense it, it, company? Yeah. Okay. It was, it was a Halliburton-funded program. Like, all right, we'll, we'll pay an extra $100 million for this Gatling gun that we might use. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know how governments are. Yeah. Especially this president, apparently. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> So the uh, military arrives and they go, are you Harry Stamper? I have to transport you to Houston to meet so-and-so. And yeah, so they, they get him out. And then uh, Bruce Willis goes, pay him before they leave, chick. Oh, he tells him because uh, Ben Affleck's like, uh, no, I, I, I had a good feeling. He goes, well, tell you what, when you have $6 million of your own money tied into your own operation, then you can have whatever feeling you want. Right. I'm like, damn. How, how much money do you think Harry Stamper has? I don't think it's that much. So he has six million invested, but I'm sure he'll make that and maybe a little more profit. Uh, yes, I think a lot of the money goes into kind of just staying afloat. Uh huh. Because if he, if he was like that rich, he wouldn't need to be on the rig. Yeah, he he'd have somebody else do it for him. So it's like I make a lot of money, but I need to spend a lot of money to make that a lot of money mm-hmm. and pay all these people. So everybody, I think everybody on that rig is not making a lot of money. They're 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 doing fine mm-hmm. uh they're not poor by any means but they they don't have yachts that's true yeah so uh the military takes them flies them to houston and then they explain to them what's happening does, does it say where they are on this oil rig does, does it give a location my guess is okay now here's my here's my problem here okay they only have 18 days right yes so oh is this the swole? okay the, yes okay so i think they have the same issue my friend my guess is they're somewhere in the pacific closer to asia because remember the the suit oh the suits are here and it's yeah. that like japanese guy right who shows up so i think they're closer <laughs> to that part of the world <laughs> Ronald comes up hey i swear to god she told me she was 18 here <laughs> It's not about you. It's not about your rock out. Uh, oh, okay. 
Lockdown's great. Mm-hmm. Buscemi kills this role too. Oh, it's everybody. The, every supporting person outside of Owen Wilson like Abs- fucking crushes it. Absolutely. <laughs> I had a little bit of problem with the um, the guy that was driving the, uh, the 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 bigger bigger guy. Oh, uh, Max, Max. That, that fat guy. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of problem with him, but not as much as Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so your problem is the timeline here. Timeline. We only have 18 days. The timeline's shitty the, so throughout have, the entire <laughs> movie. So I have to go from, I'm guessing, somewhere by Japan to Houston. Then they got to do a montage. We got to get the whole crew back together. Right. How long does that take? Get the whole crew back together. Now we got to train you fucking guys. Right. How long does that take? We're going to let them out for 12 hours. No. Shouldn't you? And where are they going in these 12 hours? I mean, uh, Chick goes, so, and so everybody's Chick, in does Houston. He, does Chick fly to, I don't know. Where are they going? Do you know who his ex-wife is? No. That's April O'Neil. That was the first April O'Neil from the Wh- first what? Ninja Turtles movie. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. What? Look her up. I'm about to. I love that April O'Neil. Yeah, that was her. That's Chick's uh, ex-girlfriend or ex-wife or whatever. Nice. So is he? is Chick like a serial killer or something? You know you're not supposed to be around here. It confuses him. He's like, oh, oh yeah, I I know, I know. I just I just wanted to come around and see the boy. I'm like, well, yeah. What's was, his backstory? Yeah, that was a little weird. It, it, it he's just a deadbeat, I guess. I don't know because he disappears for. Time. Oh, he does love to gamble. He's at the. They said look for him at the at the craps table at Caesars. Yeah. So he's in Vegas to uh, get to get to use them. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan is in Montana. Because they said he's the only black man on a on a hog in Montana. Yeah, Max is who knows where the fuck he is. Owen Wilson is on some horse farm yeah. somewhere in the Midwest. He might be in Texas. He, he might, could be he, in Texas. Probably reckless. Buscemi, check every bar in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. So is another problem you had. These people are when it's the get the get the team together. Is your is your big problem? They're on different parts of the of the U.S., but they all arrive in Houston at the exact same time. Yep, <laughs> that that was that was a big problem as as well as the the twelve hour sabbatical. They 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 all can get to where they need to get to in that time period and then get back. Uh-huh. So, unless everything is super conveniently located and they're all from the same like town that uh-huh. is close to Texas. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Judith Hogue, you're right, man. Mm-hmm. April O'Neil. Yeah. All right, I'll have to watch it again to, tonight to, to verify. So the FBI is out looking for everybody. Um, did another complaint you have when uh, Michael Clark Duncan was on his motorcycle when they created the barricade? They left a gap to allow a motorcycle to fly yeah, right by. That's no good. <laughs> anyway, so Bruce Will- <laughs> so Bruce Willis has to go get AJ Ben Affleck himself. Yeah, and Ben Affleck was fired after the oil incident. Which, as far as we know, was a day, maybe two <laughs> days ago. Maybe two to three days ago. He already has... Was this yes, close? the timeline. <laughs> he, he has his own company now with signage that's <laughs> rusting over. President, AJ Frost, president. Yeah. So he must have set this up behind Harry's back, right? It had to have been. There's no way. He's, he's been moonlighting, <laughs> which is a Bruce Willis uh, TV show. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> brother, my brother. Sybil uh, <laughs> Shepherd was one of the roasters yeah. towards him. Was oh, that right? Yeah, oh, she was really good. Nice. She was really funny. All right. She's when she was nineteen. Elvis Presley cheated on his wife with her. Oh, with Sybil Shepherd. 
That's what she's famous for. Oh, well, that's how what, do you that's do? how she became famous. Okay. She used to be a model. All right. Look up Sybil Shepherd at night. Well, during so, Moonlight. So she went she the was, uh the Kardashian way. She <laughs> Uh-huh. Took a shortcut to fame. Look up well, you know you know Moonlighting. She's pretty in that. Oh yeah. But like her at 19 when she was a model. That's when whoa. it was real hair. On, yes. Uh, on Bruce Willis. Yes. <laughs> and he's a he he was a bartender, right? Who just like kind of I guess I'll be an actor. Yeah. He was, he was bartending. Uh, he was also big on the harmonica which they let him play on the show Moonlighting. Uh, which later on became part of his uh, his band uh-huh. that he plays in. Uh, did the harmonica come up? It had to come up during the roast. No, when it was time to when when uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt introduced Bruce to like fire back at everybody, they yeah. played his music to bring oh him up on. respect yourself. Yeah, yeah, I have that on my phone. <laughs> I have respect yourself. All right, I play. I, I go to jukeboxes <laughs> that they usually have that. Really, so I'll play it. Okay, and I'll, and I'll whoever I'm with. Guess who this is? Just guess. <laughs> Never get it. And then when I say they're like a fucking course, Adam, a fucking course, uh-huh. you put this on. <laughs> so they're down to what, maybe fifteen days at this point. And right. like you said, he has signage. Yep. How long does it take to get a sign like that? Uh, well, not only that. How long does it take it to age? <laughs> how long does it take to get your own little yeah a whole oiling company together? <laughs> so he must be rich as hell if he can front the money for that. Or he got a loan, which does not take a day or two to get a loan. <laughs> the timing. The timing. Uh-huh. <laughs> they should have said we have like a two months. Uh-huh. And then this could all play out better. So between this and Deep Impact, Never saw Deep I'm going to go with Armageddon all the way. Deep Impact is very boring. But the one thing I do like about Deep Impact is, and they do explain it in Armageddon why this is possible. In Deep Impact, they know a year in advance that thing's coming right towards us. So all okay. the countries of the world, not just, ah, oh, don't worry about it. We got it. With the Americans. Yeah, we got it. No, the whole world teams up to build like satellites and, and like send a crew up there, right? Okay, good. So that everyone has a year. But in this movie, they explain, well, our budget's only like $50 million. That covers 2% of the sky, and it's a big-ass sky. That's true. So that does make sense why yeah. they didn't see it coming. Yeah. Except for that one guy in Kansas. <laughs> the telescope. <laughs> I want to name it after my wife Dottie, who's a re- who's a bitch yeah. reckoning, <laughs> yeah, a relentless bitch that won't quit, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um. Okay. Next. Uh, so what happens? Oh, okay. So, so they get AJ. They get they get AA. AA. And they get the crew together, and they all arrive in Houston at the same time. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I like the fact that they skipped over the explanation part mm-hmm. again. It's just their reactions, right? Where they're like, oh, my God. Which is also cool because it, it came from a very lighthearted like, montage of like, hey, these guys are all weird mm-hmm. people. Cut to they're all depressed out of their mind now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, my. So they all agree to do it. And then this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie, the demands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Well, Bruce Willis' speech also uh, during, Dude, during the, that, that beginning part of it. He sells this fucking the, – yeah. the demands um, when, he, what, when he's reading. The way – Yeah. Okay. So I know – I know he's very funny. He can do comedy. He can. But the way he delivers these lines when he's just like, um, you guys wouldn't be able to tell us who killed Kennedy, right? right. No. Uh, okay. And so. he looks up. He goes, no. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bear uh, wants to stay at the uh, the white, 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 white horse? horse? House. house. White house. Oh, right. Uh, the Lincoln bedroom of the White House. Because instantly he remembered, oh, yeah, it was White House. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it was Lincoln bedroom. Mm-hmm. So – the fact that he stumbled over a white horse is a little confusing. If he knew he wanted a Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fine. That's fine. 
unpaid parking tickets. Right. Uh, Owen Wilson parking tickets doesn't make sense. He doesn't fit. He doesn't fit in this movie. I know. And we don't ever want to pay taxes. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. And the Billy Bob's like, I think we can work with some of that. Yeah. So I asked Sarah this. So my, my wife, Sarah, she, she does hair. She's a hairstylist. Okay. Let me ask you this, Adam. Let's say you owned a, uh, let's say you owned a, a food truck. And okay. You served like tacos. Great. Let's say this actually happened in real life. And AJ Frost comes up like, hey, can I get two tacos? Is that taco on the house? Oh, yeah. So these guys are living comfortably the rest of their lives, right? Because they right. saved the world? Yeah. You don't I, need, you don't need to Well, I, I asked Sarah, I said, if, the, if one of these guys, if this actually happened, yeah. and um, Chick came in and he wanted a haircut, you obviously would know who he is because he's part of this team. Right. He's not just a salesman. He's right. part of the astronaut team. Yeah. Would you charge him for the hair? And she goes, no. No. On the house. Of course. So these guys are set. For, so who cares about paying taxes? You're, yeah. you're going to be set the rest of your life. There are going to be a few people that don't follow the news and don't know who the hell you are. Uh-huh. You have to make some kind of money. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they... Ah. Yeah. Either way, they're set for life. Yeah. But, but fine. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. Yeah. For all they know, they don't, they're not going to get anything. Yeah, that's true. Plus, from the backgrounds they come from, they got to make sure they cover their own asses. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So then they put them through the physical test. So... My biggest complaint for this movie was always, wouldn't it be easier to teach astronauts how to drill yeah. than to teach drillers to become astronauts? And they explain it so the, so they have to all take like physicals and like psych tests. Yeah. This is, this is fun. The room, <laughs> did you have a, did you complain about the room that the psych test is in? All those spikes? Yeah. Was it, well, that, what, that, is that designed for you to, to be fucked with mentally? That's designed to soundproof a studio. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what is on the wall because those same damn spikes are in the room when they first go over to see the uh, the Abraham or what is it what do they call uh, it the armadillo the armadillo mm-hmm. they're, they're all over the place in that, that room too like what that 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 doesn't make sense that yeah. that was that was confusing because uh-huh. that that is effective for soundproofing and only soundproofing unless you're trying to freak somebody out uh, which maybe that's part of the test so, I mean Chick was freaked out by the the, the Newton's cradle there the da, 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 yeah. Da. Affleck, it sounded like he was trying to do some improv lines. Yeah. Now, let me to explain what's, what's going on here. Yeah. He, I, he, this was his best impre- impersonation of, uh, oh no, I lost his name. Swingers. Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. This, is, this, was, he, this is his best Vince Vaughn impersonation, uh-huh. which was, was awful. <laughs> Buscemi, he's doing the, the uh, Rorschach test. And he goes, this looks like, uh, this is yeah. a woman with big breasts. Yeah. This is a woman with bigger breasts. Yeah. This bigger looks breasts. like you with breasts. With breasts, yeah. And he explains that he's a genius. Yeah. I was published at 19. I have three PhDs. Yeah. So what? <laughs> you know why I like doing my job? Because I can go around the world and they let me blow shit up. Yeah. <laughs> he's clearly the most unstable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also the smartest, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Uh, the torture genius type of thing. What not? Uh, we see bears just crying, weeping openly. That's hilarious because he's such a big guy. To see uh, a big guy crying, that it's, that's just fun. I, Max, he goes, "You ever had haggis?" Yeah, you. Uh, that, you see, this, stick, that, that was over the top for me. <laughs> you stick, was it? You stick a kidney, heart in a in, in, a, in a sheep's uh, intestine. Sheep stomach. Yes, yeah, sheep that, stomach. That'll put some hair in your chest. Or hair in your ass. Oh, hair in your ass. And then at one point, he just grabs the microphone and he's and announcing. And the Cubs win the World yeah. Series. See that 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 his whole thing was like 
Too much, over the top. Uh-huh. Uh, Owen Wilson was uh, uh, talking about a, a music artist of some kind. I guess I'm assuming his country. I don't, I don't know who he was. Mm-hmm. Bob Seger, maybe? Oh, Jeffro Toll. Jeff, uh, Jeffro People Toll. just think Jeffro Toll is just the guy in a band. Who's Jeffro Toll? Yeah. <laughs> At least he didn't give his uh, 10% heart line. Oh. Yeah, you can use 10% of your brain or your heart. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. From wedding crashes. Yeah. So then they have to do the physical, and then they're all failing the physical. Fail. 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 Uh, and then... They go, it, it takes eight months just to get someone psychologically trained to get up there. And yeah. this answers my thing about yeah. the, shouldn't be, wouldn't it be easier to teach oil. All, Billy Bob Thornton, he said, look, can they physically get there? That's right. all I need them to do. Yeah. I'm surprised they passed the test <laughs> or they made it through the testing. Yeah. Boom. Approved. Uh-huh. Right. So the commentary, the DVD commentary track to this movie, Ben Affleck. And you can actually watch this on YouTube. Oh, nice. And Affleck asked Michael Bay, he goes, hey, Michael, wouldn't it be easier to just teach the the astronauts how to drill instead of teaching the, right. the drillers to be astronaut? And his response from Michael Bay was, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't buy that, though. I don't buy that. So what's your take on that premise, Adam? That's the one thing people say. Like, wouldn't it just be easier no, to teach that, astronauts how to drill? No, that, that's bullshit. Uh, with, with any profession, if you do it enough – uh, there, there's more instinct that goes into a job than just education. Uh, the the whole I don't know if I told this before, but like uh, I went to school for graphic design type of things. Mm-hmm. My, my my intention was to be a video game designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up in printing, uh, but my growing up at, using computers, I kind of started getting familiar with computers. My first job interview was they said you need to know these programs. They did not teach me in college. But because of what I had already been going through my entire life, I just I downloaded a demo version and my instincts kicked in. I, I knew enough about it to nail the interview and I got the job. Mm-hmm. And then even now with like the printing stuff, I've been doing it for over 15 years now. There's certain things that as soon as it hits, I see, I see it, there's a problem and I, I can fix it. Uh, give it to one of the new guys and they, they don't know what the hell they're looking for. So I could teach him. I can't teach him my 15 years of experience uh-huh. in in a, in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. There's no way that he's going to be able to spot the things that I can spot. And th- this is fucking minutia. This is printing, yeah. right? <laughs> Drilling's. I mean, but it could apply to any 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 craft of any kind. Yeah. Um, you could go to bartender. You, you could go to bartending school for a week, and then you get like, all right, you get a certificate or something. Fantastic, yeah. great. But then if somebody comes in and asks for uh, some crazy drink, you got to know what the hell you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And if if not, you need to know how to make it at least. In as that close realm. to it as yeah. possible. Uh-huh. You can't. There's certain things you just can't teach in a short amount of time. And with the, when the world is on the line, you don't want to. You don't want to chance it with a, 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 a drilling a cliff notes for dummies <laughs> handbook. And like here, read this, and then go save the world. So it, it makes sense to me to get somebody that's been doing this for their entire lives because if something comes up, you're like, oh fuck, he didn't teach us that. <laughs> you're gonna know it to even even cut it off before it happens. Okay. Well, there you go. They just need to physically get yeah. to the rock. If we were going to a trivia competition and it was a horror movie trivia, <laughs> could you sit me down in eight days, teach me enough to win that competition? <laughs> no. No fucking way. There's actually a Married with Children episode of okay. that where uh, Al tries out to be on sports. like Je- It's not Jeopardy. It's like Sports Jeopardy, something like that. Okay. And um, they go... Well, Mr. Bundy, you got all the questions right. Unfortunately, we can't use you on the show. He goes, but I know everything. He goes, exactly. You are like a nerd when it comes to this stuff. We want someone with like sex appeal. So he thinks of Kelly. So in 
Five days he teach he teaches Kelly everything he knows about sports. Okay, but as she's learning new facts, it's old stuff is being pushed out. <laughs> so they physically show like Walter Payton, eighty six Bears, like going into her ear and out is E equals M C squared. Like, <laughs> All right, but yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's I, I I bought it right away. Like yes, I didn't even think like yeah, teach astronauts. No, it wasn't even a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that so now uh, they pass their tests. Now the training. So what's the point of the psych test if you just need them to physically get up there? Like what's because the, I don't know. I guess that's part of the standard NASA because you don't want to have space dementia, right? That's, you know that's not a real thing. Right? Like it can't be. Yeah, it's no made up way. for the movie. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so now they can actually do training. Like they they put them up in the fighter jets and they spin them around and right. do all these crazy the, moves. The G test. How many yeah. G's can you take? Uh huh. They're, they do the underwater tests. Okay, so when I was a kid, when they're doing the underwater training and that scene where Bruce Willis like gets in Ben Affleck's face, he goes, "They don't; those guys in there don't care about you, hot dogging and doing all that." Yeah, they're talking about how AJ. I don't want to blow this transmission. Okay. Yeah, they mean the physical transmission of the drill, right? Or yeah. Is it the because when I was a kid, oh. I took it as I don't want to blow this transmission, as in the the signal audio transmission. Yeah, going to oh, okay. You. That's what I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> and then when I got older, I realized no, it's the physical transmission of the physical motor itself, right. like a car is a transmission. Yeah, if you blow the transmission, it doesn't mean your speakers stop working. <laughs> yeah. That's what I took it as okay. when I was like fourteen. Okay, I was like, well, who cares if he can't hear him? Like. What? <laughs> I didn't even know what transmission was at that age. And okay. I just figured it's a, it's a, it's a part yeah. of some kind. Uh, but yeah, that was a good line about the go underwater. Like, what are they, are we drilling underwater? What are we, what's the point of this test? Is there going to be uh, water on this rock right. from Buscemi? Right. <laughs> uh, one thing that happened in the movie that I don't think is a real thing is they put them in like a, a room and they suck all the oxygen oh. out. You're going to feel what it's like to be in zero gravity. But you're going to be in a suit. Yeah. No, but, but the, cause, cause they're, they're weightless in that room. I don't think that's a real thing. That's why they have the vomit comet. If, if if you want to truly experience weightlessness, you have oh, to you, you have, have to go to in that fly, rocket. Yeah, you have and to you, fly up, and you take a, a nose dive, uh-huh. and then that is and the closest you floating. can be weightless. Yeah, they can't just make that happen in a room. Mm-mm. But maybe NASA has technology we don't know about. Yeah, that's like Area Fifty One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have enough technology to do that, right? But they can't find this asteroid in eighteen days. Fewer than eighteen days. Yeah, more than eighteen days. Anyway, so this is the part where Bruce Willis is like, those men are going to crack. You need to let them out for like yeah. 12 hours just so they can figure out what they're yeah. saving. Right. So they don't forget what they're fighting for yeah. or risking their lives for blah, blah, blah. So Ben Affleck goes off with Liv Tyler. Let me ask you this. <laughs> I didn't realize this until now. So I'm guessing they just slept together, right? So this is like their pillow talk yeah. with, the, with the animal crackers. Her, or, or about to. Or about to. It's, yeah. it's either going to happen yeah. or it happened. Her dad in real life is like serenading in the background. The don't want to close my no, eyes. Oh no, no, wait, no, no. That that was before. Before they got the break, uh, they were in like a rocket room or some kind. Uh-huh. And that, that that there was no sex happening there. That was just romantic. Oh, I'm talking about the animal cracker scene. That's not a part of that. That's somewhere else. They, they drove out to the countryside for that. Yeah, yeah. But her, what I'm saying is her. Actual oh, her dad. dad. Oh, I thought you were talking her, about Harry Stamper. Her dad in real life. Oh yes, yes. That freaked me out. <laughs> Yes. doing the song in the background. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought Steven you meant... Tyler is singing in yeah, the yeah. background while his daughter... I thought you meant the part where Bruce Willis no, 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 saw no. them in the rocket and they were kind of kissing a little bit. No, 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 no. Oh, yes, that's freaky. <laughs> right? I had the same thought. Like, 
What the? <laughs> you can't. Man. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, we talked about Johnny Carson. Uh-huh. Uh, was that before the, we started recording? I don't remember. Maybe yeah, because it, it was about the roast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was a uh, Johnny Carson asked uh, Sinatra on one of his shows. Uh, before you see Sinatra on screen, this is a documentary. Uh-huh. He says, uh, when you're getting intimate with a woman uh, and you're trying to set the mood, what music do you play? <laughs> 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 he just sees Sinatra's face kind of like, oh, like, oh, I don't know. Uh, that reminded me of that. Uh, so getting in the mood is not your dad. <laughs> it should not be your dad. Uh-huh. Uh, your real life. Granted, dad. I don't think that song was actually playing in, in their world. It was just for our, our ears. But it's that's off-putting, man. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, at the time, I didn't know there was a relation. So to me, it was just romantic. Once I found out later in life that that's his daughter. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. And th- that song to me was like the epitome of romance for a long time. And now it's kind of like a, mm. I still like it a lot. I, yeah. still, I still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But it does have a little bit of that like, ooh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ben Affleck's doing like, is he like working on a bit here? Is he trying to do the Seinfeld? Like, well, it's not a cracker, yeah. but it's not a cookie. Yeah. It's trying to be sweet. Uh, it's trying to be romantic. Uh in, in the music video for Armageddon, this scene is playing mm-hmm. the audio of this, and it's it's it doesn't fit. It's like, all right, I know it's a sweet part of the movie, but again, you're injecting your daughter again into your music videos. Seems weird. And Buscemi borrows like a hundred grand from a loan shark. Yep, and smart, they... brilliant. Uh-huh. God, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and they go to a strip club, and they're they're buying up all the strippers. So this biker gang are like, "Hey, you're at." hogging all the action and they get into a fight and they get arrested and he goes hey man we're astronauts here yeah. from nasa and then the biker guy's like yeah we're all yeah, astronauts. We're all. <laughs> and he goes you're you're fired tomorrow gonna be working uh as a security guard at toys r us when i'm done with yeah. you <laughs> after analogy they're gone now yep uh, yeah, and so there we have Bear, we have Owen Wilson, and maybe a couple of other ones that we that don't. One guy who doesn't—he has like one line. He's, he's a Russian, he's like right? A Russian guy. Yeah, he's, he's, his his demand was to get two girls made U.S. citizens with no, no questions, questions asked. asked. Yeah, maybe a uh, Swedish. I don't know. He's, he's one some kind of something over there. Yeah. Uh, and see what else. So while they're out on their sabbatical. Um, Yo, Chick goes to see the, the, the April O'Neil. The, uh, April O'Neil uh-huh. to, hey, the kid. Oh, you're a creep. That's a salesman. Go back inside. And right. He goes, well, I just want to let you know that uh, I'm working on something and just give him this. Yeah, it's going to make and you proud. A, it's a NASA rocket. Right. So while everyone's on their sabbatical. What did Bruce Willis do? Did we see him do anything? <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Yeah. He, he's, he stayed in the war room and he saw like Southeast Asia get taken out by these uh, asteroids. Okay. And they go, shouldn't we call them? And Billy Bob goes, and what? Um, uh, one of the entire, the entire <laughs> South, Southeast Asia? I'm like, yeah. whoa. You Something. guys are NASA. Fucking, yeah. If one person gets out, that's a victory, right? Yeah. Whatever. Late. So because Southeast Asia's attacked, hey, wasn't that like New York, which we completely forgot about in this fictional timeline? Right. They're on to us. They're on to us. Everybody knows about Dottie. Everyone knows about uh, the asteroid. Yeah. So, again, why are you hiding this? Like, I'm sure there's other... Okay. Billy Bob's excuse was, 
there'd be mass hysteria, religion, overly religious. But if you tell the Russian space, wouldn't they be like, all right, bro, you know you're not supposed to tell anyone, right? The, the, the best example of this was uh, given to us by one time with Lee Jones in, uh, in, oh, and in Men in Black. In Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, a person is a calm, collected person, rational person. Rational person. Uh, people <laughs> are, uh, are not. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's the, the group, yeah, mass hysteria. And there was actually a house episode about that, which is pretty cool. Uh, everybody thinks they're sick. Oops, spoiler alert. It's fine. But wouldn't it be beneficial if, like, the Russians and the Japanese and the Germans all contribute to help? The, the higher-ups should know, yes. Yeah. Uh, but you, you cannot alert the public. Oh, I know. That yeah. I understand. But yeah. why, why isn't our government telling other government higher-up people, hey, just to let you know, there's another. There's because a, Trump's the goddamn president. That's why. <laughs> Not in this world. I think so. I think so. <laughs> the, the president in this movie pissed me off. He was not a good. Uh-huh. He was he was barely there, but he was there enough to make me think that he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now the world knows, and then they're now it's uh, time to go. They're all geared up. They put on the orange and the blue yep. jumpsuits. And uh, that song, the leaving on a jet. Yeah. I've never heard it before this movie. Me too. I never knew what it was. Yep. And hearing the original song, I like their version better. Me this too. One. Yeah. The the bear. Yeah. With part the bear there. and Rockhound doing the harmony. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Max coming in with the yelling. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like their version way better. Yeah. So CNN is there, and they're this is CNN coming live from uh, Fort Lauderdale where we're coming through. Let's say this happened, this world. How would Fox News cover this uh, this asteroid? Oh, the Muslims are the reason this asteroid's coming. Well, it depends who the president is, though. Let's just say it's... <laughs> okay. If, 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 it was, if it's not a Trump presidency, uh, if this happened under Obama, it'd be a... Uh, uh, the cover-up has been revealed. Uh, this has been hidden from you from so long, and now it's in the open, and this is their only uh, attempt. We haven't collaborated with anybody else. They're out to destroy America. They hate everybody. They're using this asteroid as a weapon. They want to yeah. kill everybody. Right. Has anybody talked to the asteroid? Do we have history on the asteroid? Has anybody? Do we have a background story? Maybe Maybe they, they're acting in good cause here. I kind of wish this asteroid talked. <laughs> I kind of wish this asteroid was like a like a person. Like when I like the movie I saw earlier, Hurricane Heist. Okay. The hurricane, hurricane was talking? No, 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 no. Oh, Jesus. So <laughs> the the two young boys, their dad is killed in the beginning by a hurricane. So the hurricane shaped so it's I I understand what it's supposed to be. The, this little boy, his dad just died, so it's it's a traumatic thing. So he when he looks up and he sees the hurricane it creates like the shape of a skull and it's like Rah! that's supposed to be like him symbol- symbolizing oh, okay. the hurricane as like a creature. Right. So then later in the movie when they're running from the hurricane in the trucks, he looks back and he sees the same hurricane and it's like oh. I would have loved it if the asteroid oh. fucking just formed a face. <laughs> you cannot kill me. <laughs> so oh so the Trump presidency this is all Hillary Clinton's fault. Right. If Hillary Clinton knew better, we wouldn't have an asteroid yeah. coming our way. If they didn't discontinue the space program uh, <laughs> back then, then we would have caught this. So the president of this movie has to give a speech, and he's like defining what Armageddon is. Yeah. Lacking speech. This this group is the bravest people we have. Yeah. It's the best people we can find. It's the best drillers. He does the this with his hand. Have you noticed that? When he... He does the taffer, like he knows. Oh yeah, absolutely. Trump does the the hand. Yes. 
It's like a magician. He's trying to distract you. Look over here. Look over here. Don't don't look at the lips. Uh-huh. Look at the hands. <laughs> so they have to take off and they have to go to the Russian space station to f- refuel. Right. Does that mean they don't have enough fuel to get? I don't know. What's the idea here? I I, I know why this scene's in the movie because why is this movie two and a half hours? Well, this it, movie's so fucking long. It, 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 it took it, them an hour and 11 minutes. I looked at the on oh, netflix yeah? this is on netflix by the way i looked at the thing on netflix an hour 11 when they finally hit outer space oh is that right wow interesting because it, it seemed fast-paced to me though yeah it because we enjoy it but okay it just takes so long <laughs> for them to get out there all right uh the, the fueling thing doesn't make sense because the way they get into space is through different fuel mm-hmm. rockets they're basically strapped to a rocket the Who rocket gets that? detached and now you're flying the the, the spaceship. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have used enough fuel to get to to the Russian space station. That that doesn't Isn't make sense. Isn't only like ninety miles from Earth or something? Yeah, it can't. I don't know. Whatever. They get there, and then the Peter Stormare, the, yeah. the Russian. This guy's great. Russian space station. Yeah, you've done. He, he's one of those guys that he's whatever scene he's, he's in. He's in everything. Yeah, we're gonna see him down the road. Yeah, I guarantee it. But he always has a fun role. He always has a fun role. Mm-hmm. It's, it's never like, what is he doing here? He's in Fargo with uh, Buscemi. They're both the two hitmen. Did never, you ever watch Fargo? I never saw Fargo? Yeah, Buscemi and him are the two hitmen in Fargo who have to go kidnap. Uh, okay, what what's his name's uh, wife? So that's cute. They're in the they're in the same movie together. They yeah. just don't talk. Okay, but but it's he's the kind of guy that it's you never see him on the screen. You're like, oh, this guy. So I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh, great. He's in here. He's the nihilist in uh, Big Lebowski. Yep. Well, got your Johnson off Lebowski. Yeah. He's a drunk Russian in uh, Bad Boys Two, <laughs> which was which was fun. Uh, that's another Michael Bay movie. Oh yeah, Bad Boys Two. Uh, yeah, a lot and of, a lot of explosions. Uh, uh, Constantine, he was he was Satan. Yes, which we great. He, we saw him in Nacho Libre. He's the guy who had the boat that had made him climb the side of the oh, mountain to get right. the egg. That's right. That was Peter Stormer. <laughs> the 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 nutso sage or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so he shows up in everything. Yeah, and it's always a pleasure. So there's a fucking we can move past it. This, this scene doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. This scene's here just to have more explosions. Yeah, to, yeah. So the, the space station starts blowing up because of uh, shoddy. Did, Russian did, did AJ design? fuck this up? No, or? I, 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 no. It's just it was a shoddy design. Is his name actually Lev? I in in the credits it is, but at one point he comes down and says, "Hit the Lev," and he's like, "Lev, what is Lev?" So I think AJ just starts calling him Lev because of that. <laughs> Unless his name is actually Lev, and maybe I missed it. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, they barely escape. They get on the ship. Uh, now they're heading towards the asteroid. Great. Mm-hmm. So they have to do the uh, slingshot. The, what was it? The uh, the coyote move. Yeah. Buscemi <laughs> yeah. says, "Oh, I remember seeing this on Looney Tunes." Yeah. Uh, the the coyote dropped a racket rocket on him, and he went around. Yeah. Yeah, we got better rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are not Acme <laughs> rockets. So they have to go up to what nine Gs. 10 Gs, yeah, something, something like that. Like something ridiculous. Do you think you can hang? Because <laughs> everyone on no. that ship's like, ah! I can't do the goddamn spinning uh, rides. <laughs> the fair. Yeah. The ones that just sit there like a saucer and spin you around, uh-huh. I get nauseous as hell. How many Gs do you think are in there? Like one, two? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it can't be a lot, but I can't, I can't do it. My stomach's no good. So they have to go. So once they go around the moon, they're going to use the gravity of the asteroid to pull them in. Is that the, the idea? Using the gravity, no, using the gravity of the, of the moon, moon to slingshot to them sling, into to the backside of the asteroid, right? 
Which, by the way, if you're already at the moon, that's you're, I, I don't understand why the why do they have to go for the, the back? The, the zero barrier area is so goddamn close to where we are. It, it should be. It should have been further far, out. Let me look up, Adam. How far do you think the moon is from Earth? To, to get to the moon, it, it can't. I don't know. Well, I guess it's like eight hours. Maybe is, is I think that's what the movie time was. They had eight hours once they once they got there. But, yeah, yeah. Once they landed on the asteroid, they have eight hours to zero barrier. Yeah. So, okay, it's two hundred. How slow is that shit. asteroid okay. going? Two hundred thirty-eight thousand nine hundred miles from the Earth to the Moon. So that is far. Okay, doesn't look that far from here. If you can see the asteroid from space, that's not good. That's a bad sign. But yeah, the zero barrier is very close to Earth. Yeah, they're cutting away. Don't you want to? Because the guy in NASA says uh, there's two teams that go up. Yeah. For, uh, at NASA, we double up. First team that uh, drills the hole successfully wins. Wouldn't right. you want to push that back just to give yourself some wiggle room? Yeah. Because in the simulation, when the rock splits, it's like right above her. They had to have gone through the atmosphere. <laughs> Is it like 200 miles or something? 400 miles? <laughs> uh-huh. From like, there. What the? Th- that should be enough, I think, to mess mess up things. Uh-huh. Mess, mess some shit up. Uh-huh. But well, that's fine. I, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a rocket engineer. Or, a botanist, uh, yeah, or a botanist. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure their their math is right. So uh, there's so much debris that the indip- that the Ben Affleck ship goes down. Right. So everybody thinks that they're dead. Right. So Bruce Willis and his team land, and they're like, "All right." Uh, William Fickner he missed the landing spot by like 30 miles or something. Yeah. And uh, Buscemi's like, yeah. the reason we're on, we avoided Zone Nine is because you landed us on a metal plate, which is going to be impossible to drill through. Right? You ever shot about twenty six miles? Like, how do you know that? Because uh, I'm, I'm a genius. Because yeah, I'm a genius. That was that was a great line. Uh-huh. <laughs> Buscemi was great in this movie. So they have to. Uh, so now they have. So now there's two storylines happening on the asteroid. Yep. We can just cover the Affleck one. Pretty oh. much, it, it's Owen Wilson's dead. Owen Wilson's dead. Oh wow, I'm oh, dead. No. Oh wow. <laughs> so the surviving members are <laughs> Lev, Bear, AJ, and AJ. Yep. Everyone else is dead. So they survive by going in the armadillo. Right. So hold on. Yes. Uh, they they they're introducing this new spacecraft uh-huh. earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, titanium shielding, <laughs> uh-huh. impenetrable it can hull. Survive anything. He's, he fires a machine gun and goes right, <laughs> right through, through it. Like paper. All right. Uh-huh. Maybe it's impenetrable only from that side? <laughs> Not from the inside. The, the, the weakness is the inside. So uh-huh. uh, outside, hard as steel. Inside, it's like a marshmallow. Fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, burst through the spaceship, and now they're on their way. Woo! We're going to this dot. Now, here's another issue that I had. <laughs> okay. Uh, AJ's whole thing was, uh, is, uh, Lev, do you know what you're doing? Like, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a driller in goddamn outer space. I'm just trying to get to where this dot is uh-huh. on my radar. And, and, and that's it. So, his craft, his, uh-huh. uh, what, what did you call it? The armadillo? Mm-hmm. Uh, has radar. A, a homing beacon to the other armadillo or the other ship or something. Does the other one <laughs> not have that same technology? Can they not see, hey, there's a beep over there and it's getting closer. Maybe they're still alive. I don't know. I think they're in the zone of drilling. It's interference only one way. Uh, they can't. I can read you. You can't read me. Mm-hmm. This is a double-sided mirror. I, 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 I see myself, but not you. Uh-huh. I don't know. All right. 
I never thought of that, Adam. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So now they're heading towards them. Um, they get to a Grand Canyon. Um, oh, okay. No. <laughs> a Grand Canyon. Yeah. The technology we have, we couldn't find that Grand Canyon on there. Like they figured out that uh, Sector Nine has a metal plate. How do they do that, by the way? How do they do that? I don't know. Sh- shouldn't you have seen the Grand Canyon, which is already? You don't have to dig that much further. Maybe they did, but they're not going to tell Ben Affleck like that, <laughs> or, or whatever. I don't know. Shouldn't that have been the the landing zone, the the Grand yeah, well, Canyon? Yeah, well, because they, it's well, already sloped downward. Oh. You don't have to dig that far down. Yeah, maybe that's what they already overshot. Oh. Maybe, huh? It doesn't matter. That's fine. So they're gonna they're gonna do. <laughs> I, do <laughs> I like the evil Knievel line. Uh-huh. That was good. He goes, uh, <laughs> "Are you familiar with the evil Knievel?" And Lev goes, "I've never seen Star Wars." <laughs> that was fun. In Mother Russia, yeah. the bear drives you. Yeah, meteor like, drills you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they do the evil Knievel thing, and they they turn off the. Um, What's the thing holding uh, up? The propulsion. Is, is no, it, what's the term? The the gravity? No, it's the... Uh, what did he turn off? <laughs> Why can't I think the of The jet propulsion, I thought. I watched this last night. Oh, no. He turns off the... I was watching it this morning. Oh, God damn it. What the hell is this thing called? The... Uh, I thought it was jet propulsion. That's what keep that Because they're shooting it upwards mm-hmm. to keep them down. They're turning off... When I see it, I'm like, uh, God damn it. Fun. Anyway, so, they, while I look it up, just yeah, tell them what happens. Up. They so, turned the thing off. They turned the thing off, which we'll find out in a second. Uh, so they're heading towards the cliff, and they're using this thing to keep them on the ground. Uh, so by turning that off, they will float, float freely through space. So instead of falling like they would if you went off a cliff in, on Earth, they turn that off, and they just keep floating across it. Mm-hmm. And then they get to a certain point, they turn it back on, and they'll get hit the ground, and uh, Bob's your uncle. Mm-hmm. You find what it's called? No. No? Okay. It's not on Wikipedia. Ah. All right. You know what's going to happen? It's going to come to me at like midnight. Right. <laughs> Stabilizers? So no. Uh, all right. It'll come to me. You know, I can just... I'll watch it after. Because it is on Netflix, so... Okay. I'll just put it on that part. Because he what? says, I'll turn off the... All right. Once we, once we close out the podcast, uh-huh. uh, we'll look it up, and then we'll add it into... We'll tag it at the very end. Okay. Perfect. If you don't in a completely different style of voice, like it was this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they turned off the pause for edit, and then they went to the. <laughs> <laughs> so that covers up the Ben Affleck storyline. So the main storyline is, yeah, they're they've been digging for like two hours, and they only reach like fifty feet or something, right? The asteroid is on a weird spin, so they're going to be losing radio contact in. F- 15 minutes. In 15 minutes. So Keith David, the general. At this point, they have how many hours left? Six? Five. Five, four, six five, hours? Six hours. But they lose communication window. in 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Possibly for good. Yeah. Never heard from again. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we continue? Moving on. Okay. So William Fickner, the colonel, the, the pilot, he has a uh, – he reports back to NASA. Yeah. And he's looking. He has like he has like, he has like a little time card. It's it's a time evaluation. By hour one, you should be at this feet. By hour two, you should be here. So they're behind. So they tell him to do secondary protocol, right? Where they're gonna fire the bomb, surface detonation. Uh, they're gonna fire the bomb from Earth remotely. R- get everyone out of there. And here comes the because they only have fifteen minutes left to do this. Yes, right. This is going to come up later, so I keep driving it home. Okay. Okay. So um, he opens the safe, and it has the gun, and this is 
I ex- now I understand why this gun is in space yes. because he has to. I'm in charge now. Based on the physicals that they all passed, uh-huh. uh, the mentals that they failed, uh-huh. you need a gun. So uh, Bruce Willis is like, I can hit the mark. I've, I've drilled everywhere in the world. Yeah. I can hit this mark. Uh, they're being broadcast back to NASA at this point while they have this argument. And uh, like, why are you listening to them? They're, they're a thousand miles away. Like, uh-huh. I, I can do this. Give me a chance. Blah, blah, blah. You're an mm-hmm. idiot. Oh, this started because the the bomb went off. The the timer of the bomb started going off. And then Chick was like, why is that timer going off? So, yeah. So he says, we got to get off the ship right now. And Chick has the same reaction to the Newton's Cradle that was happening in the uh-huh. thing. Like, what, 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 what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> From Death Because Her? <laughs> yeah, Death Becomes Her in the archives. Check it out. And spoilers. Uh-huh. So they fight. And um, the so I don't know if you caught this. They want to um, Na- Billy Bob Thornton and his NASA team. They want to cut off the the transmission from the computer that's controlling the nuke right. to the asteroid. So they, I don't know if you remember this guy from Seinfeld. He was vegetable lasagna. He sat next to Elaine and Putty on a plane talking about vegetable lasagna. No, this guy. He was on an episode of Seinfeld. Okay. He's like oh. the dorky guy who shuts down the the signal oh, okay. to them. I, I just know him as vegetable lasagna. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, he cuts off the signal, but then the army guys figure it out. So then the uh, the bomb stops. So Bruce Willis hits him with some like claw thing. I don't know. It's like a giant space pliers. Yeah. Uh, basically. So he pleads with the, the colonel. I can shut this thing down. Yeah. You got to trust me. And he's like, you put it on your family, yeah. on your daughter, that you could yeah. hit that mark. On your daughter, on my kids. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So he agrees. So then uh, the colonel. Then shut this bomb down then. Yeah. <laughs> so the colonel shuts the bomb down at like three seconds. Right. They they do a, they, they pull a move the, from the a. Lethal weapon, red no, no. wire, green wire. Oh, yeah. that. But also um, the rock where they have to take the whole thing apart and <laughs> pull with the, the thing out. Yeah. Yeah. With the beads. In the Rock, I I still laugh at the scene where where he tells uh, Connery to hold the beads, and then uh, Cage is like, "Okay, give me the boat. Just, just let it go. Yeah, let yeah. go. Let, let go." <laughs> just, no, he says, "Just back away. Just back away." Yeah, that's what it is. So now the Colonel, the the General Keith David, they're like, "The bomb stopped. Yeah, we can't detonate anymore." Right. So uh, Bruce Willis calls back NASA. They get connection back again. Uh huh. Uh, he says, I don't know what the name of Zeus's butthole you've been doing down there. No, that was from The Rock. The Rock. Uh, You're the Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> he tells him, like, I don't know what you guys are doing down there, but we're gonna, we got some drilling to do. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Applause, everybody. That'd be considered treason, right? Because <laughs> he's over oh, yeah. throwing a sure. presidential order or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Ben Affleck still isn't there. Buscemi has space dementia. Yeah, he starts freaking out. He starts firing the Gatling gun yeah. that's out there for some reason. Fine. Fine. It's there to get Ben Affleck out of the ship. That's yeah. why it's there. Uh-huh. Uh, Max. So is is the drilling – it seems like the drilling just requires two guys. It's the guy in the armadillo and one guy like, okay, go left, go left. Right. What's everyone else doing? Just feeding the what – what Yeah, Steve Buscemi, what was his role – He's a geologist. Aside from the space dementia, did he contribute at all? No. Except for pointing out the fact that they overshot their landing? Yeah. 
but, which but, is but, not but even I mean, relevant. The, the physical drilling aspect. You understand where I'm yeah, coming at here? Yes. It's just like two people. Yeah. It's just, all right, left, back it up, back it up. Well, down, there is the part. Back it up. Because I, I was confused as a child why they kept bringing these like giant beams. Like those pipe things. Right. right. That's to extend the drill bit, though. Ah. So you go deep enough, stop the drill, unhook. Put this another, another so we can extend it. Mm-hmm. The drill doesn't isn't like a fucking what do you call it? the the pointers <laughs> yeah, that extend. That. Yeah, no, it, you can't do that for eight hundred feet. So it's just, it gets deep enough. Stop, replace, move it in. Mm. So you need those guys to come in and, and wrench it okay. and do the the what what is it called? That's why bear is so goddamn huge. Yeah, so he can wrench that. Okay, and then uh, there's like a gas pocket or something. So Max blows up and he. F- flies away does bruce willis sense this coming <laughs> does he perhaps have a sixth sense about this because <laughs> he very calmly says max stop the drilling back off he's, what <laughs> explosion and his last words are Harry! Harry! yeah <laughs> he's off into space oh we're screwed now they're still communicating with nasa <laughs> what happened to that 15 minute window oh so one of the nerdy guys said, oh, I got a signal bouncing off of a French satellite. So they found a new signal that they never knew they could. They the fucking NASA. That's what that's what Bruce Willis said. You're geniuses. You yeah. put people on the moon. Yeah. You must be thinking of shit to stop this. Yeah. You probably got guys somewhere right now <laughs> thinking shit up and guys backing them up. <laughs> Your boy's fucking good in this movie. He's great. <laughs> So Ben Affleck shows up and they're like, yeah, the the other one's here. Yeah. So they start drilling and then um, the same thing's about to happen at Ben Affleck, what happened to Max. Yeah. And Bruce Willis is like, back off. You're going to blow the transmission. And he goes, if you're just, if you're going to trust me for once, just let me do it now. How does that work though? (laughs) From behind the drill, I I sense that this one's going to be okay. Can he feel the way the drill is hitting the rock from way up there? What sense did he have that Max didn't have? I don't know. Well, because AJ is the best. But it's all—it's dumb luck, though. I know it's, it's not. I don't. I don't. I, that that I don't, the thing that I think the most troubling to me is mm-hmm. trust me, Harry. Trust me. Like for what? You, there's no way that you could know. Yeah. It's a goddamn asteroid. Uh-huh. If you, on Earth, maybe I'll give you a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Uh, but this is an asteroid. There's no way you would know anything about it. Hmm. So they hit the 800 mark, 801, 802, 83, whatever. I always wondered, how were they going to get the bomb down there? I thought about that, too. Did they have like a railing system or? It it, it must, because the way they were loading it, it almost seemed like there was very delicate, like, drop it in. But then what? Then just let it fall all the way 800 feet? (laughs) And just trust? Eh, I think it hit the depth. (laughs) There's no tracks. No. I don't know. I don't know how they, it doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> so they uh figured out that the bomb can't uh re- hmm. it has the bomb has to so aj has to go back down in because one of the uh pipes got bent and, as they were yeah. pulling it out oh yeah that's right i don't know how that happens when you're pulling something out so the asteroid which is it alive must be <laughs> it's detecting that it's that being is. attacked so it shoots off like a storm of right. rock yeah randomly because of a uh was it like a, I don't know, a, a sewer pipe, a, a sewer cover size hole, uh-huh. drill all the way through? It was like, oh, this hurts. Mm. Explosions. <laughs> and those explosions, I would assume, would have like, as far as the hole goes, kind of done a... Oh, yeah. the sh- 
like the tectonic plates yeah should have would have made something. the hole that went 800 feet no longer 800 feet because of the shifting but mm-hmm. uh, i guess it's not fighting back that hard yeah. it's, try, it's trying to scare them not stop them fine mm-hmm. so uh, he's in the hole to get the bent pipe yeah he gets out everybody uh they, they lose the the mysterious uh serbian guy uh-huh <laughs> i don't know he dies uh-huh and now they're, now they're dropping the bomb in. Oh, but the bomb, it won't arm anymore because of, because of the flying debris. Yeah. Uh, a rock hit the console and disabled the <laughs> Shouldn't that be made detonation. of titanium too? <laughs> the shell? It should make the whole thing in that black box. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the Seinfeld bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know how they have a black... I'm telling you for the last time one. Was it? Okay. Yeah. They have a black box on a plane to indestructible material. So if the plane goes down, <laughs> they can find out what happened. Why did make the whole plane out of that same material? Yeah. This one, that first one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't the bomb, the housing, be made of like titanium? Or you would something? think, but then again, you shouldn't be able to disable it with by cutting a red wire or a blue wire. <laughs> the timer goes off. Fine. Uh, get the bomb down there. If you're a bomb maker, yeah, wouldn't you want to make? The thing, not a red or a blue wire. Wouldn't you sneak in like a little brown thin wire that no one's going to see? I'd make them all the same color. <laughs> <laughs> all red wires. They're, they're, all, they're all red. But they're all rainbow color. But I, but I think that's going to throw... <laughs> well, I, I, as far as I know, I, when it comes to like circuit boards, yeah, you have to know which... Because if you put the wrong thing in or if you solder the wrong part in or whatever, I think you might blow yourself up. So I think that's why there's multicolored ones. But maybe you can sneak in like a little thin. Maybe brown one. maybe at the tips, the colors are, are like red tip uh-huh. to red tip. The wire that itself, only you know about. But the, yeah, but the wire itself yeah. is all red. The, 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 okay, so the wires have a casing, right? Uh huh. So you cut the casing. Maybe the internal copper wires. Maybe uh-huh. those are colored. Okay. So that's what you wrap around the circuits. The casing itself should be the same color all the way through. Mm. But then again, I guess you could just rip the casing off. Because in speed, he cuts the, he yeah. breaks the thing and he unleashes the wire. Right. That's fine. I don't know. I, that's always funny, those scenes in the movies. Red wire, blue wire. Yeah. What's the model of the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine <laughs> opening a panel and it's all red. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. What was that? Somebody mentioned this recently. That I think it was uh, Ed Harris in a movie, uh, The Abyss, where he, he gets to a certain point of depth. Or his vision gets all like black and white, so he can't tell which wire is which as he's trying to cut it. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I never saw it, but somebody was mentioning it to me recently. Weirdly enough, I like that movie. That's James Cameron. Is it? He made that movie. Okay. The alien technology of the of the of the water liquid alien. They use that same. That was the oh that, the T one thousand. That was the basis for the T one thousand. That's right. You mentioned that in the mm-hmm. uh, during. We did that one, right? No. 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 I think okay. I just brought it up. Okay. In gen- it, was, it was on one of the podcasts. Yeah. Check out the archives for the past 300 episodes. Try to find that one. Try, yeah, try to find it. <laughs> so they have to draw straws. I don't know where they're getting straws. Did NASA pack straws? Who cut them? Who cut the straw? <laughs> Why do you, you have... They're all different colors. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but they're all different color wires. Yeah. Somebody had to cut it, so somebody knows which one is the short straw. Uh-huh. It was uh, Fickner, I think. Was it? Yeah, because he said, oh, I'm, yeah, he, I'm the only one who knows how to fly. Uh, right, okay. So either we all stay Shit. or you guys draw straws. No, you're right, you're right. So Ben Affleck draws the short straw. So uh, fucking... I, I like uh, Bashemi's line. Like, uh, I know you guys think I'm crazy right now, but I'd love to do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't let him draw, right? There's no way they let him draw. No, no okay. way. Yeah. Because even though, he, he, logically, 
he would be the choice because he mm-hmm. wants to die. Mm-hmm. But he's also crazy as hell, so you can't trust him with that. Yeah. So Bruce Willis tells Ben Affleck, all right, I'll walk him out. So they walk him down, and they go down the little elevator. Yeah, and they're like uh, elevator. His daughter told him, made a promise. Yeah, promise you'll come back. You'll promise you'll bring him my, my future husband back. And that's yeah. when he realizes that that they're going to get buried. Right. So uh, Ben, App- so Bruce Willis rips the, the oxygen tank. Right. So he can't breathe, so he shoves him back in there, and he rips off his, his patch, and he goes, Gives us the stamper! Because there was a conversation earlier in the movie where Stanford was saying that uh, he wanted to be an astronaut his entire life, but he's got like a he has four, like force gun leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got the braces on his he leg. He said, "I've always wanted to wear the pat the the patch up there." Yeah, so that's sweet. He's a sweet guy. So he gives him the the badge, and he goes, I, "But it's my job." He goes, "Now taking care of my little girl. That's that's your job now." This is when it started. Uh huh. This is when it's even at fourteen, I was like, "Oh god." Yeah. As a father now, this right. was so much more poignant. Uh-huh. And oh, so the rest of the movie, I'm just, I'm basically a heap of tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he gives him the speech, like, uh, "Take care of my daughter," and uh, I, I always Thought considered you a son. son. And as, as the elevator's going up, he says, "Goodbye, my son." Yeah. Ah. So then they realize he's gonna stay behind, sacrifice himself. He, uh, Bruce Willis goes to the armadillo so he can transmit to his daughter. One last time. God. Ah. Because I'm going to have to break that promise. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. But I'll be checking in on you from time to time. Yeah. And then she comes back in. The part that got me the most was her talking to the dad. Because, uh-huh. as again, as a father, I'm picturing uh-huh. my daughter saying these things. like, uh, And she says, like, I lied to you, too. I told you I didn't want to be like you. But the best parts of me are the parts. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. I got to. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start getting right now. Jesus Christ. It's okay. So uh so he's yeah. staying behind, he's got like five minutes, the the engine won't start, so Lev just fucking he does the, <laughs> he does the Fonz yeah. move, he just bangs the <laughs> thing. It's, it's a great line. American in American technology, Russian, Russian technology. technology, homemade in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> None of it works. Yeah. You just bang it like this so yeah. it can go home. So we pick palms in Russia. When it starts banging uh-huh. on it, it turns on. All right, we're out. Uh-huh. Uh, the 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 asteroid fights back one more time, and uh, knocks Bruce Willis far away. Hole. Yeah, uh, was something so, wrong? So something the zero wrong? barrier is approaching, and they're seeing, and everyone's like, "Press the button, Stamper!" Yeah, he finally gets to it. And At one point, he's, he he makes a comment, which uh-huh. I I think is a throwback to a Die Hard. Okay, or uh, I think it was Die Hard Three, uh, where he's about to jump on top of the subway. He's like, "Bad idea! This is a bad idea." <laughs> Or, and then he says something like that, like, um, who said this was going to be a good idea? Like, yeah, coming, yeah, yeah, yeah. He coming like to that. himself. Mm-hmm. I take it as a throwback okay. to uh, the Bruce Willis movies. Maybe. There could have been one where uh, Rock Hound was riding the rocket. Where he's like, yippee ki He could have just thrown in. Uh-huh. But then they already used their one F word in the movie. Uh, oh, yeah. To keep it a PG-13 rating. That's right. It's when Billy Bob goes, yeah. there's one order you shouldn't follow and you fucking know it. Right. So they couldn't use it to make the Bruce Willis joke. Do you know what movie he's referencing when he's talking about riding the bomb? No. It's a movie called Dr. Strangelove. Okay. This cowboy, Slim Pickens, he rides the – they drop the nuke on Russia and he's riding it like a cowboy. So he's physically on the bomb as it's going down. He's like, yee-haw, yee-haw. Where, where did the rocket come from? Was it launched from a – I'll explain after. Okay. <laughs> It'll make you more sense. You can't ride in a rocket. I know. All right. I'll explain. So the, the asteroid fights back, and then it's zero barrier. 
yeah. barely gets it at the one second mark. Of course. He presses the button, and then he, his life flashes before his eyes. Again, tears. Mm-hmm. I got. I was like, ah! And then... <laughs> thing splits in half. Yeah. Dodges Earth by 400 miles. Could should have set it back. Yeah. Maybe a couple hundred miles. That that's gonna have environmental factors, yeah, for sure on on the planet. And they say, oh, all the little debris breaking up in the most surface. of it. They, most see, of they it. said most well, of it. Most of it. So who? What's the casualty here? Who who got it? Who got it? So the president, because he knowingly hid this from the rest of the world. Yeah, would he be facing like war crimes or something for for hiding a that an asteroid, a world killer, was coming? No, he just denied. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. This is the left-wing media, the, uh, what is it, this is fake, fake news. news. Yeah. Did you know that asteroid was coming? You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they land, uh, they land back on Earth. Uh, Chick's kid's there. April O'Neil just, uh, she just wanders on the air, this restricted air base. I, I, fine. The prostitute. The, from, the hooker, uh, the hooker from, uh, from the strip club. Uh huh. Was there for, uh, Rockhound. And then, uh, he gives Stamper the, the, the patch. Yeah. And Fickner does the, I want to shake the hand of the daughter of the bravest person I ever met. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. And then it ends with the song playing and it's their wedding. Yeah. And it's everyone on the crew who died. Yeah. So it's like a wedding slash funeral, maybe. I don't know. No, it's a wedding. Yeah. But it, but it was, it was a fun little, wait, what? Who's the, what? People were dead in the wedding. Yeah, they had pictures of like Bruce Willis and uh, oh, and Max oh, okay. and everyone. Okay, but the shenanigans from the wedding; those were live people. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That would have been a weird thing to do. No. To have like Owen Wilson as part of the wedding ceremony. So let me let me ask you this, Adam. Yeah. So something like this would bring the world together, right? No, because it was America that solved it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it should. Well, what I'm getting at is okay. Let's just say. As it's getting closer to zero barrier and people are like, oh, my God, is it like people like where am I, where am I going with this? I think that'd be mass this is, right. This is something that should bring the world together, right? Let's, let's just know. say okay. it does. Okay. Let's just say, all right, you know, Russia, you're not that bad after. Actually, he wouldn't say that to them. No. You know what, Iran? You're not that bad after all. OK. I guess we could work together in harmony. This just shows that the world can unite over a common cause. How quickly will countries start turning on each other? A day, two days, three days? Now that we know this fucking asteroid passed us, it, it, this would have become a America versus Russia. Uh, who actually saved the day? Uh, yeah, you Americans did it, but had it not been for the Russian guy, uh-huh. none of this would have been possible. So, America, you're welcome. And then America's like, whoa, Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. It was your shoddy technology yeah. that almost killed these guys on your crappy space station. Right. And then now we're at war with Russia. Okay. Yeah. So a few days. Yes. <laughs> it would have been a joint effort type of thing. Uh-huh. And then like a couple of days later, Putin would be like, you're welcome, Trump. And Trump would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, you're welcome. Uh-huh. No, no, no. You're welcome. No, 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 no. <laughs> Believe me, you're more welcome than I am. You know, I can picture doing that. George. George. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's the big salad episode. It's, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, I noticed you saved the world, but I gave you what you needed. <laughs> to save the world. I just wanted a little. You said thank you to her. Uh, you said thank you to me. So. Why'd you tell her about the salad? Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you want twelve dollars, George? Do you want the twelve dollars? <laughs> so that's Armageddon, and then they get married, and there's like eight millimeter footage of like. Yep. So on the on the church steps, they're doing the cake thing. Was that they ran out of budget? What yeah, happened? They, was, they yeah, couldn't rent a hall. Right. For the last shot of the movie. Yep. So uh, Barry gets a cake face. Uh, ben Affleck Lev gets a cake is there face. in his full Russian yep. officer attire. He, he gets a cake face. Yeah. The song's playing in yeah. the background. Yeah. And that's Armageddon. Yeah, man. Love this movie. Absolutely. It's uh, it I. It's it's a fucking ridiculous movie, but it's fine. Is this the thing where they explain the rules and enough enough? They, yeah, they, they set up the world enough that uh, I'll, I'll buy into it to be able to enjoy it. Okay, minus the time frame. So is that your biggest gripe? That is it. Is, time, it's just it's just the time frame. How did they do this in eighteen days? Yeah. How did how did AJ get a company? Uh, how did they <laughs> fly across the world? Three days. Yeah, just spread it out. Make make it make it a month at least eighteen days, two months would be would have been fine. It took my father in law like six months to start his current company while he was still working at his old company. <laughs> and this guy starts a whole company in three days. Yeah, and my father in law just we sell cable at our company, right? Right. AJ had to fucking secure a drill to dig into the earth to right. get oil. Not to mention, I don't think that takes three days. AJ's making it seem like he's he's already got a successful company, so he's he's been up and running for two days and has big clients already. <laughs> All right, love this movie. It's yeah. on. I'm gonna stop when I'm watching. If remember the thing I sent you the other day, where it was a person has never seen a Tom Cruise movie. Which one do you show them? Mm. Would Armageddon? If no one's ever seen a Bruce Willis movie, would this be? High or no? Is it just Die Hard? No, it has to be Die Hard. But this is this is a good one though. Okay. Because e- even like something as in, in, I don't want to say insignificant, but not as fantastical as a a cop mm-hmm. battling criminals, a driller <laughs> going to space. Uh huh. It doesn't seem like it'd be like interesting at all, but it mm-hmm. it is. It's good. It's good. It's it's well done. It took a minimal kind of plot type of thing and made it something ginormous. Okay, let me ask you this. Before we continue to the closing parts of the show, your boy, he dies in this movie. Yes, he does. There's not a lot of movies where he dies. Okay. Does he... he, he I does, mean, he, he's in the sixth sense, but you don't know that. Right. I don't. I wouldn't count that as a no. Bruce Willis death. Uh, Billy Bathgate, he gets shot and thrown off the back of a boat. Mm-hmm. So that's the only other one that comes to mind. So this, so the Armageddon death, because it's a heroic death to save the world. Oh yeah, it's, it's acceptable. It's oh, fine. Yeah, fine. You're fine with him dying. Absolutely. Okay. You can die in movies. It's. I mean, I, I don't. I don't take it as a slight towards any actor if you die in the movie. But the fact that he died this way, it's just like a you're you're a class act. No, I, I don't think any actor wants to die. Kurt Russell's died a few times in his movies. Yeah. You know who's never died? Schwarzenegger. Stallone. Uh. <laughs> these guys can't. They there's no fucking way these guys will agree. Like, all right, Arnold. Yeah, I think your guy's gonna die. This is why Bruce Willis is uh, <laughs> top of the heap as far as action stars. So I'm just saying. All right, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but zero credentials. Now we're gonna hear from people who actually have credentials. The critics. Do you want to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews? Uh, let's start with the bad. Okay. 
Jay Carr of the Boston Globe says, Armageddon is big and noisy and stupid and shameless, and it's going to be huge at the box office. (laughs) Stephen Hunter of the Washington Post says, so predictable it could have been written by a chimp who's watched too much TV. The huge movie is as dumb as it is loud, and it's way too loud. Watching it is like putting your head in a tin wash bucket while weightlifters whack it with golf clubs. Okay. Whoa, easy. easy. Hold on. Somebody has a dramatic pass with golf. Peter Travers of the Rolling, of Rolling Stone says, I hate Armageddon for what it is. The unholy spawn of the Dirty Dozen and Con Air. Dirty, I don't, I don't know if Dirty Dozen, it's pretty much Suicide Squad. They they get a group of like oh. ragtag criminals to go oh, okay. um, on a World War II mission to assassinate someone. And Con Air. There's no saving the world in Con Air. I don't know. All right. Finally, it's a bad Roger Ebert of Chicago Sun-Times. Oh, no. The movie is an assault on the eyes, the ears, the brain, common sense, and the human desire to be entertained. Wow. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's payola from the Godzilla people. <laughs> now the good reviews. Armageddon peels your eyelids back and blows your eardrums out until rational analysis is muted. Was it really that loud? Maybe I didn't have it loud enough. I don't know. That was Michael Sullivan in the Washington Post. Michael Wilmington of the Chicago Tribune says, if you're going to blow up the world or advertise your intentions to do so, you might as well have some laughs along the way. Right. Finally, Ted Anthony of the Associated Press says, it's schlock, sure, but it's fun schlock with good performances and good special effects and a reasonably brisk script. It pushes all the right buttons in two formulas, action, comedy, and adventure. What does schlock mean then? I mean, it sounds like he's nothing bad about Schlocky it. Schlocky is like... Uh... Hacky? How, how do no? How do I explain it? It's like a dumb fun. You know, it's dumb, but I'm gonna enjoy it anyway. Mm. All right. I, I admit this is like a dumb movie, but I fucking so? but I fucking love it though. I'm okay with it. Now it's time for Rotten <laughs> I may or may not be biased. <laughs> it's time for Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> this is part of show where I make Adam guess the score of the movie based on its score on the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's a scoring system from 0 to 100 amongst critics in the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten. 60 84 is fresh. And 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, Adam? The critics or the audience? Oh, uh, hold on. Schlock. Mm-hmm. Something such as merchandise or literature that is inferior or poorly made. Uh, cheap or shoddy quality. I don't know about all that. Uh, so sh- when I think of like a schlocky move, Okay. Now, hold on. Uh-oh. Hudson Hawk is schlocky. There you go. Okay. The Blob remake that I love, okay. that's a schlocky movie. Okay. Like, it's it's a dumb movie, but it's All right. fun. Okay. All right. In the roast, they bring up Hudson Hawk Do a they? few times. Oh, I can't wait to hear those. Okay. Because that, that, that's, that is perfect. Schlocky now, what I said, no, that is Hudson Hawk. Mm-hmm. It is not. It's entertaining, but for reasons like, what? Uh-huh. I don't. I don't. All right. Anyway. So, By the uh, way, yes. more tangents. No problem. Hudson Hawk is how I got into Rat Pack. Bruce Willis got me into the Rat Pack mm. because of his singing Swinging on a Star. I'm like, hey, that's a really, I like that song a lot. Research, Rat Pack, off of the races. Was that after Die Hard or before Die Hard? Hudson Hawk? After. Okay. No, no, no. Actually, that, that had to have, mm, Jesus. Because Die Hard made him famous. But. Because usually what happens is you do a movie that's kind of like off the radar and then it makes you a big star, right? And then you start doing all these movies and sometimes it hit, it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. 
91 was Hudson Hawk. Okay, so Die Hard was 88. Okay. 87, when, you, when you said before, after I thought in, in the terms of when I saw oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah, I saw Hudson Hawk way later than Die Hard. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> Oof. Okay, anyway, sorry. So, do you want to guess the critics or the audience first for Armageddon? Uh, let's do critics first. Okay. They're not going to be as on board with this for some reason as the, as the audience, I think. I think critics are going to give it a 63. 38%. It what? Is rotten. Holy with hell. The critics. What? There's mm-hmm. not. I don't. There's not that much wrong with it. <laughs> Although, it was Roger Ebert? Ebert. He didn't. Oh, yeah. No. I should have taken that as a hint. Now, the audience. How high will you go here? Yeah. I've never heard a negative thing about this movie mm-hmm. from anybody ever. Critics get damn. All right. I'll go 89. 73%. All right. That's still fine. It's still fresh. This is going to be hard. Giamatti wasn't in this. <laughs> He's been in a lot of the movies we've done. And since we love him, we decided to ask what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? So you, the Giamatti rule for any new listeners, yeah. you have to sub someone out. So you, so if you want to, have him be rock hound that means you have to take buscemi out and replace him oh max easy Ma- <laughs> max get out of here max okay not oh wow yeah I, I first first thought was owen wilson but based on the uh limited screen time i'm gonna go for max because he had more what about uh as like uh some nerdy nasa guy with like a tie like oh geez i don't think they're gonna make it oh he would have been good for the guy that did the firecracker thing Oh, the Jason Isaac role? Yeah. As like the advisor? Yeah. Oh, can you imagine him doing the line where he's wearing glasses? He goes, I actually know uh, the president's top advisor. Yes. Oh, there it is. There's the winner. We uh, we went to school together and yeah. uh, you don't want to well, uh, trust. Let me just tell you. You don't want to trust someone who got a. a <laughs> you I wouldn't trust him. You don't want to trust someone who had a C minus in uh, astrophysics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There Take, it is. There it is. Winner. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. NASA shows this film during their management training program. <laughs> what? I repeat. Management training. What? Hold, is, hold what could, on. What could that mean? There's more. Okay. NASA. Na, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have read that to you while you were. You had a beverage. And yeah. You almost yeah. choked. <laughs> sorry. NASA shows this film during their management training program. New managers are given the task of trying to spot as many errors as possible. At oh. least 168 have been found. Wow. I'm guessing this is the timeline, the asteroids. It's, it's don't probably part shoot of the, the training. Ass- shit yeah. out. Right. You, you wouldn't send drillers up there. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. A big part of it had to be the whole training montage mm-hmm. uh, and the psych montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we actually don't have rooms with spikes. Right, exactly. That's, that's knock them yeah. off. We, we, don't, we don't soundproof our interrogation rooms. <laughs> oh, not interrogation, sorry. Uh, Psych rooms. Yeah. I think you'll like this one. Michael Bay had the actors write their list of actual demands on the papers that Bruce Willis read from. Nice. So, there's a, so he actually wanted to stay at the White House. Okay. White House. White House. <laughs> During the filming of this movie, the cast and crew worked around $19 billion worth of equipment, including a real oil rig and a real space shuttle. Wow. $19 billion worth of gear. Jesus. And NASA allowed that because this is basically a big commercial. For NASA. For NASA. Yep. 
At the end, you see the kids running around with NASA things. Uh-huh, Our faith is restored to NASA. <laughs> Keep the space program. And now it's like pretty much yeah. defunded. Right. Believe uh, me, yeah. we don't need to check the stars. We got all the CGI we need. Uh, we, go- we saw all the Star Treks. What, what are you telling me? There's aliens out there? Come on. We don't need these nerds looking at the sky. Right. But didn't he say he wanted like a space force or a space pro- so, space camp? Sp- space, he said he wants like space, a space army or something. Yeah, something like that. We need to get out there before the Russians. When do you need NASA to <laughs> fucking get yeah. up there? Uh, after Rockhound gets space dementia, the shuttle crew <laughs> wraps him in duct tape, which is in fact NASA protocol for immobilizing a crazed crew member. Wow. <laughs> and finally, Arnold Schwarzenegger was considered for the role of Harry Stamper. No. You, you have to take care of my daughter now. No. I can drill a hole anywhere, you idiot. Well, see, for him, it would be actual mispronunciation of White House. <laughs> what is the White House? The what? The White, the white, white House. White House. <laughs> Are you saying horse or house? <laughs> I have never failed at drilling. I can hit any depth. There's no way. Can you imagine? I can't. Would you have taken this movie seriously? Like, let's say. No, no, no. No, it's absolutely 1990, not. It's 1998, exact same cast, but it's Schwarzenegger leading the team instead of Bruce I, Willis. I couldn't. You couldn't take it seriously? Not at all. <laughs> no way. He can't make an impassioned plea without, like, what? <laughs> He's good at the action, but not good at the monologue. Can you imagine him saying goodbye to Liv Tyler? I'm going to check in from you to time to time. They'd have to choose somebody else. They're going to choose Liv Tyler. <laughs> they have to, yeah, some Aryan, I don't know. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Armageddon, Adam, $140 million in 1998 dollars. Ooh, wee. 140. How much did it gross? How high are you going here? Let's see. I got to add in my $8. We both contributed to okay, that oh, opening sorry. weekend. $16. Um, 16 I think this was like five bucks back then. What was it? I don't know. I'm talking popcorn. Candy. My mom used know. to give me, when I was like 12, she would drop me off at the mall that had a theater and she would give me $10 and that was enough for like two movies, popcorn, oh, and soda. Right? Yeah. I think movie tickets were like really cheap back then. I don't even remember. Five seventy five. That sounds right. Yeah. Or five or six seventy five. That doesn't matter. Uh, so one forty is one forty. I'll go 300 even. In the U.S., this grossed 201.5 million. Overseas, 352.1 million. Jesus. Bringing its total gross to 553.7 million. Because of the one Russian? <laughs> wow. I'm shocked that the U.S. is that low. Yeah. 201. I'm surprised that overseas is that high. Right? Because we hid the rocket from, or yeah. the asteroid this from. This is another the- one of the America First movies. Uh-huh. Like ID4. Uh-huh. Yeah, like everybody else. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, thank God the Americans are calling. Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's the Americans on the line. Well, it's about bloody time they figured out. So was that like that's five, six hundred million? Uh, this grossed 553 million 553? total. Wow. Big hit. Big well hit. Done. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of July 3rd. Yeah. With the July weekend, 1998 with 36 million dollars. That's incredible. Movies now. 
debut on Fourth of July weekend, ninety hundred twenty yeah, million. No way. This was number one at thirty six. Pretty good. Me and uh, Jester's boss, he always said, "I don't give a fuck about." All time, I want to see ticket sales. I want to see volume of sales yes, of tickets sold. I agree. Sold. Yes. I don't care because a movie ticket in 1998 is different than a movie ticket now. Right. So I want to see volume of tickets uh, sold. Stadium style seating or a recliner couch. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how many people went to the movies. Yep. Because now the theaters see well, like 30. Yeah, it's smaller now <laughs> yeah. because they have the the waiters and the yeah. yeah. According to Box Office Mojo, Armageddon is the seventh highest grossing film in the category disaster movies. Now, when you say, when I tell you a disaster movie, what kind of movie do you think of? Would the, this would be a disaster movie, right? Because uh, the asteroids yeah. cr- crushing Earth. Thing and, like a Twister or a Dante's Peak. Something like 2012. Uh, Day After Tomorrow. Volcano. Stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Rampage, this, maybe? <laughs> I don't know about that. Not too far. Because that's natural disaster. Maybe that maybe that's the disconnect. Yeah. We're thinking natural disaster yeah. versus disaster. In that case, like superhero movies where they destroy the whole goddamn city. When there's 10 9-11s yeah. happening at once. Yeah. Okay. So Armageddon's the seventh highest grossing film in the category disaster movies. Number one is Titanic. Oh, get out of here. Would you consider no. that? Okay. Number two. Is it- no. That's a no. It's a, ship cr- it's a shipwreck. Okay, I'm going to read you everything up until seven. Number uh, two is Independence Day. Yes. Okay. That's, yes. Three, Gravity. Four, I think the most legitimate one on here, Twister. Yes. Five, War of the Worlds. Maybe. Mm, that, maybe. There's a lot of there's destruction. There's a lot of destruction. Yeah. And six, World War Z. That's that's nah. on that border. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. I'd take ID4 out of all of those. But even then, I would take Twister out of that. See, but we're injecting natural disaster into oh, it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. Doesn't matter. Finally, are you ready for this? Armageddon was the second highest grossing film of 1998. Second. Number two out of hundreds of movies that were released that year. Second. 98. What could possibly have beaten this in the box office? When I tell you what it is, you're going to be like, yep. Let's see, 98, I was just out of junior high. Matrix? That was 99. Damn it. The So, the number one highest grossing movie in 1998. Again, when I say it, you're going to be like, yep, that makes sense. Saving Private Ryan. Uh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Let me read you. Another star-studded cast. Another star-studded cast. Let me read you some notables from that year. The number three highest grossing movie, There's Something About Mary, starring Uh, Ben Stiller. Overrated. Way overrated. Number four was A Bug's Life. Fine. Underrated, I think. Number five, The Water Boy. So Sandler and and Stiller are two of the top five that year. Number eight. Uh. Number eight. Ready for this? Deep Impact. So the similar okay. movie Armageddon wins. That's how it goes. Yeah. And remember Godzilla was released the same year? Yeah. Would you like to know what number Godzilla fell under? Uh 12. It was the ninth highest grossing oh. film. So Armageddon guessed right. Beats them all. They beat them. Yeah. And number 12, just because I know you like the movie. Number 12 highest grossing film, The Truman Show. Nice. Good, good, good. Giamatti and Ed Harris. Yes. It's a good, yeah. 
So in in um, Truman Show, uh, Ed Harris would be the Robert Ford of that world. Right? Oh yes, ooh, <laughs> ooh, yes, he would. Very nice. Uh, so I did watch Armageddon on Netflix, but okay. you can buy Armageddon yourself as you should. You should. This should be part of your collection as it as it is part of mine. Although I have the DVD, I think from uh, Blockbuster when <laughs> when it came out. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna buy it on Amazon, please do so. But before you do, go to our website first. Click on the banner on our website. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal, and uh, doesn't cost you anything extra. But every little thing you buy, we get a percentage of it. So that helps support the show. That's 1998's Armageddon, directed by Michael Bay. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch... That movie will go to the top of our list, and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we don't know yet. We'll get back to you guys on that. Oh, yeah. So, I wanted to ask you this before we signed off. Okay. This is our dump month season. Right. Whenever we do the spoilies, yeah. everything towards the beginning of the year never gets touched. Like Maybe like worst. Yeah. But like... Is this movie going to carry I think we, we enough have, ground in the spoilies? I think we have strong contenders for, for both the first ones. Uh <laughs> for different reasons uh-huh. uh uh we 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 real we're starting off with the super high and super low uh-huh uh from the first one's going to be all bad uh minus Terry Crews. this one's going to be mostly good uh minus the timeline minus the timeline uh, <laughs> uh but also you have to add in Bruce Willis so that kind of like mm-hmm. takes off the points uh for the timeline so when you do spoilies is armageddon gonna be bolded up bitten right there <laughs> just all right can't forget this one I, I won't forget it i won't forget either of these movies mm-hmm. uh i'll forget what <laughs> i'll forget what white chicks was about but i won't forget the experience <laughs> and the hatred towards uh-huh. it. armageddon i will never forget about uh i know we're only two movies in out of 50 yeah would terry cruz be nominated for best supporting <laughs> yeah he's, he's a contender but this, this movie is, is also makes it hard though because there's so many good supporting people Oh, an Armageddon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be a tough one. Now, c- comparatively speaking, uh, Terry Crews is a shining star in his movie. Because he's the only... He's the only... Saving grace. Yeah. He's, he's, the, he's the Aladdin of that movie. The, the <laughs> diamond in the rough. Whereas this one, it's multiple stars. Right. This is, this is a field of diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, we don't know what we're watching next week. I'm sure it'll be interesting. We may pull off of our list again. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you'll check to see what's coming out. Oh, yeah. by the way, as of this recording, you know what came out tonight? What's that? Which I'm going to watch tomorrow. The Meg. The Meg? It's Jason Statham versus a giant shark. What? I've never even heard of this So movie. when you... So schlocky. Oh, yeah? I'm going to show you this trailer. Okay. <laughs> and this is what a schlocky movie is. All right. It's called The Meg. It's short for Megalodon. Okay. So it's a giant shark. Did that fight Godzilla at some point? Uh, no, but the, <laughs> it's been used in like those sci-fi channel, made for sci-fi channel All movies. Right. Like Megalodon versus Octa Shark, like those oh, kind of movies. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, I, I'm not really a fan of those movies. As, as, as much shitty horror movies I grew up with that I love, these sci-fi channel original, I can't. 
like Sharknado's was cute the first time I saw it, and then they <laughs> made. The, I think the seventh one is coming out this year. I can't get past. I saw one. It was it was a Bigfoot sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. They had the guy from X Men. There was the dad of the Archangel that ended up becoming the Ooze uh-huh. guy. He he was like the main character of the this Bigfoot movie, and they kept using the exact same CGI animation of Bigfoot every time he was on screen. He he made the same motions, but he mm-hmm. was like knocking different things over. But it was the same CGI that they just kept repeating. Like it's it's just you're not even trying to trying. switch it up. I know. They made one called Lava Lantula, <laughs> which was a giant tarantula that was made of like lava. Of course. Uh, yeah, they're pretty bad. So you got to give me some credit. I won't stoop down to the sea feed level. That's good. Yeah, I'll leave that to Maestro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, enjoy Armageddon. Yeah, man. This is Hollywood. I'm Adam. Adam.